You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. Well, I can't believe I did it. Against my better judgment, I let Dwayne, Jeff, and Ruben go out on their own to do a remote podcast. Here they are at Anderson on Tap. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're at Anderson on Tap. I'm Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. And we're here with our special guest. Crystal Hicks from Two Toms Brewing. So, what? we're at the Anderson on Tap, so do you do a lot of these festivals? We do. We do a lot of these festivals. We have two locations now. We just opened our second location in Fishers on 96th Street last year in July. And so we've been trying to do more festivals down this way to make awareness for our tap room in Fishers. Okay, so where's your other, where's your main location? So our first location location is in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and it has been open, it'll be five years in July. We're getting ready to celebrate our five-year anniversary in July, thank you. I was there in March. (laughs) You were there in March? March. Nice, thanks for stopping by. So what do you all have at your brewery? So our brewery, um, Tom's specialties are going to be our barrel-aged beers, whether it be stouts or whether it be sours. Um, He does a lot of sours, just kettle sours. That's kind of our big thing right now. We have two with us today. We have a a key lime pie mallow scoop, which is a fan favorite. It is green. He uses wheatgrass to get that green, so everybody loves that green color, and we love to take them to events because people are walking around, they're like, oh my gosh, where'd you get that green beer? And then we also have our second sour with us today that is called uh, Starry Nights. It was a collab done with the Van Gogh. Uh, Van Gogh is in Fort Wayne right now starting today, and Tom did a collab with them. And we have a raspberry, a blue raspberry sour on right now that is absolutely fantastic. You guys need to come over and try it. The color on it is beautiful. And then uh, IPAs. He does a lot of really, really good IPAs. So at, at your locations, is it just the, the just the brewery, or you have a restaurant with it too? Or? So we we have food, but our food is separate. Okay. So um, Brew Two Hundred and Sixty does our food for us. Yeah. They bake all of the breads, bagels, and then they source all of their meats and greens and whatever they're using for salads and all that local. Oh, so they good. try to source as much local as they can. So their food is absolutely fantastic. Um, I am. I apologize. Fisher's just got a new food vendor, and I'm not sure what that one is. Um, Sarah was talking about it with someone, and I kind of was eavesdropping a little bit. But they have like tenderloins, and she was talking about peach cobbler, and I'm like, yeah. So yeah, we we have a new food vendor in Fisher's. That's good. Yeah. So how how long have you been with Two Toms? So I have been with Tom since before we opened. I had reached out to him uh, when I heard he was going to be opening a brewery. I knew Tom through. Um, some friends that had done beer shares with him and uh, I was working for another brewery at the time but I was looking to work for somebody who was a little bit more family oriented and was like not so like an app 
Applebee's type of. And anyway, um, and so I started working before we even opened. I was in there helping set up the bar. We all, had a group of people come in and we put the chairs together and yeah, just kind of started before then. And so yeah, so I've been with him for over five years. So your previous career was in like the restaurant? No, I'm actually a hairstylist. Really? Yeah, this is just my like, Fun yeah. gig. Your fun job. My fun job. Yeah. We, we were hoping you weren't going to say school teacher because that's been a trend today. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. That's three or four well, school Well, so teachers. Science Project. Cody from Science yeah, Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a science that. teacher. Yeah, so, no, I'm actually a hairstylist and um, I have just been into craft beer for as long as I can remember. And I enjoy the craft beer industry. And when I went to Tom, I said, I want to be more than somebody just behind the bar. I'd like to be able to go to festivals and, you know, talk about our beer and it's our social promotion very much yeah 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 pretty social what a great day here i know it's so nice out so the name of the company is two times where does that you mentioned tom a couple times yeah there is only one tom so when tom started brewing beer and actually tom only started brewing beer i think two or maybe not even two maybe three years before he opened two toms his wife got him a brewing kit that he had been asking for it's where it all starts it's where it all starts (laughs) and he had been doing uh triathlons iron man that kind of stuff and if anybody knows anything about that it's very time consuming and he also has a corporate job so he travels a lot with his job he works for waste management and he is very busy with both things. When he started brewing, his wife said, if you're gonna do this brewing thing, you are gonna have to either clone yourself or you're gonna have to drop a hobby. So, obviously, he- He cloned himself. He cloned himself, right? So, when he started labeling his homebrew, he started labeling it Two Toms. So that's where Two Toms was born. Great story. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great story. I was uh, was, uh, doing a best seminar Fort Wayne, that's where home is. And uh, I went to, to, to Tom's while yeah. I was there. Nice place. Yeah. yeah. Very it's cool. a beautiful tap room. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful tap room. It is nice. Yeah. So, um, we're here in Anderson at this event, and there's other uh, Indiana on top events coming up. Are you guys going to be at any of those? So, we don't have anything coming up. Our next event is the Guild in the Guild, the uh, Indiana Guild okay. uh, in downtown Indy okay. at, is it Millennial Park? Is it Millennial Park? Might be. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. We're not from there. Indy. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. We're from the Brookville. It's downtown. It's downtown. Yeah. But we're going to I more Loggers and Lawrence. I think that is in... That one is on tap. We, I think we have a couple, maybe three, maybe, yeah. that are Indiana on tap. Yeah, Russia's coming like, up next. Yeah, we don't do that. It's kind of out of our... Right. Yeah, kind of out of our... Yeah. yeah. This is a probably about... This is an indie. We'll do this. We'll do, like, Muncie, Anderson, right, Noblesville, right. anything indie-wise. Yeah, we'll do that. Because so, it gets us kind of in between both. So are any of your brews... Uh, 
distribute any or is it all just in? So we self-distribute. Um, Total Wine in Indy has our beer and we just recently went into Cap and Cork in Fort Wayne so they do have our beer and then of course we have everything in the tap rooms that you can get can wise, yeah, parlor wise. Yeah. yeah. And one, yeah. one thing, just stepping back, when you talked about the person keeping the food at your Fort Wayne location, they said it's a little sourcey local. I've noticed just today with some of the distilleries and the breweries, that's the common theme is yeah. they try to keep everything in-state, yeah. local, which is really cool. And yeah. I mean, that's you don't see that in the corporate world. It's whatever's the cheapest, yeah. Yeah. give me it so I can make the most money, oh. whereas this is all... And that's the one thing, like, I know with Tom, he is very passionate about what he does and so he wants best ingredients and I don't think cost is a factor. Um, one of the things that I am very proud of is the fact that he does not use any artificial colors or products in our beer. So if we have a blue raspberry beer on, it's raspberry. We have bananas foster and it's bananas and don't like and our, like I said our key lime pie is green but it's colored with wheatgrass. It's not right. colored with food coloring. That was, I, was, you know? I was gonna mention that you mentioned yeah. the green beer and it's not it's not food color. It's no, just it is not food coloring. We uh, have color. our blue Hawaiian which is our anniversary beer that he brews for our anniversary and it is blue. Kind of a purpley blue. And um the last time he did it, or the time before, I know he used squid ink to make it blue. There's no flavor, but it gives you that blue color. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Very nice. Well, so how can people reach you, or how can people find you? So, we our Fort Wayne location is on North Wells in Fort Wayne. It's not too far off of I-69. And then our Fishers location is on 96th Street, if anybody's familiar with Fishers. It's right by uh, Sam's Club, Menards, and uh, yeah, both of those places. You can reach us with social, social media, Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. Is yeah, it both all of those. two times? Yes, okay, yeah, and, and then we have both locations. So if you're looking for the indie location, you're going to do the... Uh, or Fishers, the Two Toms Fishers location, or Two Toms, just Two Toms Brewing will be the Fort Wayne location. And it's, yeah. and it's Two Tom with the number two, number two Toms Brewing. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time you to come out. Welcome. I know it's Thanks wrapping up the end of the day, and you guys are getting tired probably. <laughs> and very warm. I'm it's kind of glad the sun's not out right now. Yeah. It's yeah. just in the last. 30, 40 minutes. We've had a little breeze up. here and there. Yeah. Like, but it beats rain. Beats oh my gosh, anything beats rain or All snow. Right. Well, thank you for right. coming Thanks by. We really for appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, you know, I tried to make things simple and easy for him this time out during a live remote because the last time out, well, quite honestly, they had technical difficulties. So, there's a lot of background noise. We apologize for that. It's just a setup that I sent them out with. Uh, just think of a old cassette tape recorder and play and record, and that's pretty much what they were using. Uh, so obviously you can hear bands in the background, uh, but it's a good good time. And they, they've had, they've got a couple more interviews here, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. And uh, you can give Dwayne a rough time though, because this last one you heard it got cut off. He hit the stop button just ten seconds too early. Here's the next one from Anderson on Tap. 
Alright, we're here at Anderson on Tap in Anderson, Indiana. And um, I'm Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. And we're here with our special guest. Brian Spony. And where are you with, or who are you with? I'm the GM for Four Finger Distillery in Indianapolis. So you were in Indianapolis, but if I remember correct, you have more than one location, correct? Right? Yep, yep. So we have the downtown location. We have our Westfield location that we opened with uh, February 2020, which was perfect timing. So we were, we were open for a few weeks and then shut down for three months. Uh, eventually did an expansion towards that building, or in that building, so we're, we expanded there and then we're opening a new location in Lebanon, which we're currently doing construction on and hope to open here in the next two months or so. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, that's the one we were at the Lebanon I don't know, Lebanon on top, whatever the when Indiana on top was there. And, yeah. uh, we got to talk with your owner and I screwed up the podcast. We lost that one. So we want to make it up and make sure we get everything out today. Ah, much um, so tell us a little bit about what you guys do. We know you have great bourbons. I got uh, one of your rides here right now. I'm sampling. So mm -hmm. what do you all brew? Yeah, so we've been making spirits. I think this is, it's hard to believe, but we're entering year nine of, uh, of production. So... Uh, started off, we never sourced anything. Um, started off with vodka and gin to try to sell the something. So while we're doing that, the, uh, we started making rye whiskey, wheat whiskey, and straight bourbon. Um, obviously, straight bourbon has to be at least two years, so we had to wait two years before we could push any of that product. So it was about nine months. We're trying to push this wheat whiskey, trying to push rye whiskey, and it's hard to do when it's only nine months old. Um, so started doing that. Uh, eventually got into experimenting with some sort of liqueur, so we did a rhubarb liqueur because we thought it'd be native to Indiana. All of our stuff sourced from Indiana, um, and so that kind of started taking off a little bit. That kind of helped while we waited for our whiskeys to age a little bit, and uh, and then once the two-year, three-year, about age range of the whiskeys, they started taking off and selling really really well. Um, so we do, yeah, whiskeys. We do. We have a peated bourbon that we released a couple years ago. So it's going to be a mix between like a, a scotch and a bourbon. It's going to have that kind of smokiness to it. Uh, so that's that's amazing as well. We started doing a single malt that we released uh, last year. Um, has great like chocolate coffee notes to it. Really super smooth whiskey. Super easy to drink. Uh, we started doing. We released an absinthe last year. So it's 120 proof. Um, we age it in lavender for, for a day or two, so it has kind of like a nice like earthy flavor to it as well. And uh, we released, a, we partnered with a coffee shop across the street, Calvin Fletcher, uh, from the downtown location. Uh, we used their coffee beans for a coffee liqueur. That's a vodka base as well. Uh, so just kind of kind of releasing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I remember from Lebanon that you had you had you you went through that and you had quite a few selections up there. And uh, we had talked, and the owner's name is Brad Culver. Brad, we had talked with him, and um, we were talking about your your sourcing, that uh, you guys don't source. You, mm -hmm. you, you, all of your products are coming from grains out of Indiana. Exactly. And uh, and we had a bourbon there, and it was maybe a two-year. And we've had some two-year bourbons in the past that that weren't ready and probably they shouldn't have been putting out for tastings. But I can tell you, I remember, I was very impressed with that bourbon at a two, two year yeah, point. Yeah, thanks you. Yeah, uh, thanks. So, you know, I, I, can, I kinda can't wait to taste that at like four years. Right, yeah, I think for me personally, what I found for our, at least like our products, uh, the sweet spot is like two and a half to three years. Yeah. And then you can kind of really tell a difference. Like, yeah. and I noticed that a couple years ago during COVID, um, Three years ago, we had Meyer uh, come and we did a, like a. They, they were doing a, a 
basically buying a barrel, doing a barrel pick series. And uh, so we went through probably four or five different straight bourbon barrels um, with a couple of their buyers. And yeah. we all decided like, oh yeah, we, we like, you know, whatever number barrel better than the other number barrels. And so we did a barrel proof version for them. And at that point, I think it was about, it was about a three-year-old bourbon. I was like, this, this is like phenomenal compared to just a two-year-old bourbon. So it does make a big difference, I think. Just, just a year makes a huge difference. So you do you do all your barreling in standard size barrels? We do, I, yeah, 53 gallon. Okay. We, occasionally we'll do like, um, so we did an apple brandy um, that we released, uh, I think it was a Black Friday a couple years ago. But that was just a 15 gallon barrel. We got a bunch of apples from one of our regulars before he moved, had an orchard. So we had a, like, multiple like humongous trash cans full of these apples that we had to figure out what to do with them. So. Ended up getting 15 gallons, um, added a couple cinnamon sticks in there, and uh, it turned out really well. It's really good, um, but everything else, yeah, we, we'll do some experimental batches that are kind of lower, but everything else is standard, full so size. So your original distillery was in Indianapolis, Still there is, there, yeah. is in Indianapolis, yep. and then you have one other location that you're operating and then the one in Lebanon that is coming soon. Coming soon, yep. So uh, Westfield is just a larger tasting room. Okay. Uh, so we uh, we, have, we have a stage there too. It's, it's a little bigger than the downtown location, about twice as, two or three times as big. So we have live music and stuff like that as well. And then uh, once Lebanon opens, it's, it's uh, about a 15,000 square foot building. So we'll be able to do production. It's kind of like a two-story production in the basement. And then all upstairs will be a tasting room. So the, one, the, the location in Indianapolis, is it just restaurant, everything, or what do you all yeah, do? So, so we still, we're still going to use that as a distillation spot as well. Um, okay. That's going to be mainly just uh, vodka, gin, that kind of stuff. The stuff that we just need to do, stripping runs and all that, just to get that out of the way. But Whereas, I mean, you don't have a like restaurant or anything? So uh, the downtown location, our tasting room, we partnered with the Greeks Pizzeria. Okay. So, okay. Uh, so when we took over the space, uh, so there used to be a restaurant next to our distillery. Right. Uh, we took over that space when the owners retired, and there was a kitchen. We didn't know what to do with it. We had some contacts, and uh, there's no real good pizza places where we're at downtown. Yeah. So we said, all right, cool. Let's hit up Greeks and see how that goes. So basically, they they run the back of the house. We run front of the house, and two separate businesses in one space, and it all right. works out well. So it's a win-win for both of us, I think. So you're not open yet in uh, Lebanon? Not right? yet, and no. So it's what still, are you anticipating that? So the, they're saying right now they want to shoot for August. Uh, it's all about supply chain and permits at this point, more than anything. Uh, I need to hire staff, get them trained up, and then we should be ready to roll. So every, we, we had asked the owner uh, how, the, how the distillery got its name, so would you like to tell us? So originally, uh, we were named 1205 Distillery, and that came from the date the prohibition was repealed, December 5th, 1933. Like I said, there was a restaurant next to our location. They, they were named Repeal, and it was one of the owners, uh, her mom, his mom, uh, she ran the restaurant. And so it was kind of a playoff of like Repeal, Prohibition, that kind of thing. They, they retired, we took over, but we wanted to rename it uh, Four Finger for several years because during the construction of the distillery before we were even operating, uh, our one of the owners and our master distiller, Brad, uh, was installing a shim for a door and he made a bad cut with a miter saw and he uh, might have cut his pinky off. <laughs> so that's where the name yeah. Four Finger comes from. Yeah, and, uh, so, yeah, and so, uh, like we told him, your logo is uh, a hand with a missing pinky finger. Yep. And uh, so came by that real 
honestly, I guess. And uh, so, yeah, so we were interviewing him, and uh, he said, uh, yeah, well, where'd you get your logo? And he held his hand. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody took a pencil and drew it Basically, yeah. It's, it's like when you draw those turkeys uh, in like, right. preschool around your hand or something. Yeah. Um, uh, his turkey's missing some feathers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, he's got a good yeah, sense of humor about yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was going right. to say. That's the, that's the thing. It's, uh, it's what, a, what a great sense of humor about right. that. Right. Yeah, he, he, you know the things with Bergen, bourbon's stories is part of the bourbon. Right? Oh, absolutely, it's always yeah. part of it. So. Yeah. yeah, he is a good sport about it. We laugh, yeah. you know, but he was laughing with us, and you know, you got, I guess, you got to laugh. But, yeah, yeah. And what's really funny is, uh, so a few Sundays ago, we uh, uh, there's this woman that came to the bar, and she was missing her pinky as well, and it was like the opposite hand, and she goes, oh. she goes, oh, I wish Brad was here so I could give him a high four. <laughs> and it's like, what are the odds? <laughs> That's good. So, so you're here in you're here in Anderson, and um, so you have more of these events coming up that you guys are going to be at. Yeah, we have a lot more events. I honestly do not do many of the events, so I'm not sure what we. I know uh, me and my friend are working an event in uh, in August. Uh, somewhere in Brookville. That's yeah. all that sounds. And, uh, that's our, that's our hometown. So okay, yeah. good. We'll see you again. We'll, see good. You well, you'll know more about that event than I do off the top of my head. But yeah, yeah we try to stay busy. We have uh, uh, basically a nice group of people that uh, volunteer and, and do the events with us. And it's always a good time meeting new people like you guys. Good, good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so down there it's a little more quaint than this. It's not as quite as spread out. So you won't be able to miss us down there. It's, awesome. Uh, but it's a, it's a good event. Um, uh, we have a good time and all the... All the businesses that come down there seem that we, they keep coming back. That's so. saying something then. That's right. And it was yeah. it was packed last year. I mean, that was our first year there. It was the second year, but our first year doing it. And there was a line out in the street waiting to get in. And yeah. as soon as the gates opened, it was just a nonstop yeah. rush of people until yeah. the end. Love so, to see that. Yeah, it was great. Nice. And like I said, it's a lot more compact, so you'll you'll have people everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> good deal. Looking yeah. forward to that one. All right. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to come down, and we'll talk to you again at Brookville, I'm sure. Awesome. Um, so can't wait to see you there. But uh, briefly, quick, tell us how can people find you or how can they get a hold of you? So you can get a, go to fourfingerdistillery.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram. I think we probably even have a Twitter account. Uh, we have specials every week, cocktail specials. Uh, make amazing drinks, both at uh, downtown and Westfield. And, yeah, come check us out. I appreciate you having me on the show, guys. All right, well, thank, thank you for your time. Thank, thank you, guys. Take care. Thank you. Great meeting you. Thanks, bro. Batesville Liquor Co., located at 315 Shopping Village in downtown Batesville, Indiana, your place for all your cocktail needs, whether it's beer, wine, spirits, they've got it. They've got your tequilas, they've got your vodkas, they've got your gins, and, of course, your bourbons. In fact, they do barrel picks these are single barrels that have been hand-selected by folks at Batesville Liquor Code just for you. Not sure which spirit you want to try? Maybe you want to go to one of their tastings. That's right. They have a tasting area right there in Batesville Liquor Code where you can try some of the new and upcoming spirits, new and upcoming bourbons, tequilas. They do it right there in the store. You want to find out when those are? Very simple. Go to their Facebook page. Batesville Liquor Co. They list any tastings they're doing. Uh, normally there's a couple a week. Stop in, say hi, do a tasting. Maybe you'll find a new cocktail that you're interested in. You know, they've got it all there. You've got RTDs. Do you know what RTDs are? That's the newest fad in cocktails. It's ready to drink cocktails already pre mixed in a can. 
pretty simple. It's getting ready to be boat season. You buy an RTD, you put it in a cooler on ice, and you've got it right there on the water with you. That's right. Go check them out. Batesville Liquor Co. located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or Tebby Liquors located on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. As always, tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Gilman's Home Centers. With 14 locations and growing, you know what? It's the party time of the year. That's right. You might need some party rentals, and they've got them. They've got bouncy houses, tents, even slushy machines for those adult party-friendly drinks. You know what? Things are heating up, which means you need to start thinking about watering options for your lawn and garden. They've got it. And you know what? It may be too hot for you. They've got plenty of air conditioning units and fans just for you. Gilman Home Centers, with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio. All right, we're back here with Cross the Line 1524. We're still on location in Anderson at Anderson on Tap. It's been an awesome day. We finally got a little bit of cloud, so I think it's going to cool off just about three degrees, but uh, can't, couldn't ask for anything better. Um, but anyway, I'm Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. And we've got our special guest. Brittany Lockridge. Brett Richter from Keg and Bottle. So what do you? What brought you guys here? Are you, do you do many of these on taps or? We actually sponsor it. Yes. Oh, okay. So okay. you're one of the sponsors. Yeah. Oh, so you're the one sponsor. Sponsor. Okay. Yeah. You see the bottom of the cup right there. Oh, there so. it is. No, oh, that's sure not, not, not that one. The, oh, the other one. I think this yeah, one. I did see one. some of those. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, that's great. So, I mean, it's it's great to see the people that help put these things on. And yeah. it's one of the things that kind of gets overlooked sometimes with events happening. Everybody thinks it just happens, but it takes money and it takes people helping sponsor to get them going. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about what Keg and Bottle is and what do you what do you got going on? Well, Keg and Bottle likes to serve our local people. We try to cater to them and we do our best to get stuff in that they'd like to have and that they want to have. We just, we, we try our best. Yeah, I so I manage the Keg and Bottle on Scatterfield in St. Street. I have all the craft beer, you know, IPAs. IPAs. Okay. Um, so that's what that one's known for. Each store is known for something else. So how many, how many stores are there? So there's, there's nine total. Eight liquor stores in a smokehouse. Okay. So oh, wow. all over from all over Anderson. Um, we got one in Lapel, one in Edgewood, and the rest are here in Anderson. Okay. Wow. So each store is kind of a special, has its own little niche specialty. Yeah. Yes. So we're bourbon drinkers. So where's the bourbon one? That, that would probably be Park Road is one of them, Broadway, and also you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have Madison. Any, so you have any unicorns hiding in the back that we might be looking for? Or? Well, eventually we put them out. Uh, <laughs> we, we did put some out on Father's Day just for our local people. We don't like to sit there and keep lists. We want everybody locally to be able to get some of those hidden gems. Right. Nice. Yes. You get a lot of requests. Yes, yes, we do. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Every, Every day. day. So what's your most requested? Blanton's right now. Oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Do you do you keep much uh, Yellowstone? We do not have Yellowstone. Really? Yes. Wow. Really? We're, we're going to give you some bourbon drinker advice. Yeah. Yellowstone is a great bourbon. Yeah, well, that's something We've you need. We've had it in the past. We have in the have past. 
but that's something you have to go through the owner to sit there and try to talk to him <laughs> and bring it in. Sure, and, gotcha. it, you know, we you try to cater to what is sure. actually right. in the area. Right. Right. It's demographic, right? It is. So, it's yeah. all demographic yeah. because each store has different yep. sales, different clientele. Yeah, and exactly. It's, there's so many bourbons now. We asked you know about the unicorns, but there's so many good bourbons. Yes, oh, there is. is. You know, yeah. any barrel pick is a unicorn. You know, I, I prefer Willer. Reserve. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we just did a barrel pick with Buffalo Trace. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah. We still have a few of those floating around in the stores. That's a fun experience. We we oh, helped is. pick one for a local liquor store in our area that, uh, and that and that was just fun being right. learning from. We we did right. it at Limestone Branch with Stephen Fonte, and it was just oh, nice. fun learning. Learning how to do one and how to pick one. And that would be fun. Yeah, it was a good time. That would be fun. Very educational for us. Right. You know, it was very educational for us. So it was a really good opportunity. Yeah, I was still a little new into the bourbon. I drank it, just didn't. Didn't know the. Didn't appreciate right. all the other right. aspects of it. And Stephen taught a lot that that first little day, that first oh, yeah. day of that pick. So it was fun. So what got you two into the keg and bottle? Give your little story What's your first. story? Um, well, I was working at a restaurant, needed a night shift job. I mean, Keg and Bottle was two doors down, yeah. so, okay. you know, started my job there. Do you, do you look at the job as being something besides going to work or something that's a creativity where you, you actually look to try to market something better to make it reach um, out yeah. to further people? Do you see a catch yourself doing that? So I manage Scatterfield location. So yeah, it's more of just like, just a job. It's like my little store, you know? Right. So I like to bring in, you know, keep up with the clientele these days. You know, like I said, I'm a craft store, a craft show, you know? So that's what got us into it. You know, like we only at a at Scatterfield location. So, you know, I carry about seven distilleries. I carry their beer okay. in my store. Um, but yeah, I like it. It's more than a. It's more than a, just a job. It's your own little thing. It's my own little thing. The owners are great people, you know. Jim, Coral, Joel, they're all good people, you know. It's more than just a job. It's, mm -hmm. it's a family. It's family. It's family. Yes. You know, the drink, the bourbon, or just spirits business has changed a lot in the last five and to ten years. Well, I and mean, it has. It has. And it also has. Just like with the craft beer, the craft beers also change. A lot of people are going to your spirits and your wines, yes. and you know. You know, the, the a lot of changing. our older people are kind of dying off. I don't mean to say that wrong. No, it's, it's, you know, it's part of life, right? And you know that the, the market sat there and stuck with the certain things and now everything's changing a little bit and we're just trying to get in and, and bring the hot new stuff you know right well you know before this there were just certain things that i drank just because that's why and now that we've had experience i've changed like different bourbons i drank i changed different beers yeah and i spent a little time with samuel adams so when i was at samuel adams i learned 64 different flavors of beers for a while too oh, so i learned yeah. different things and this has made a difference. I've, I've really found some bourbons I really like. Minor Case is probably my favorite bourbon. Yeah. And some people never heard of it. Yeah. If what you do, what we do, I wouldn't have heard of it. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But I would encourage you to, in your business to take a trip down to Kentucky and visit some distilleries. Yeah. Or go to some yeah. of those places because you learn a lot. These two guys have been very embedded in it for a while. <laughs> more than I have because of my life, my uh, work life right now. But. I've, I've lived in the area for a while, so, but it's very cool. 
a lot of learning stuff that will help you within what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and it's more like the ready to drink. RTDs are yeah, RTDs one of the big, are one of the big right high kind of new big things. You yes. know? So we're more or less bringing in those, you know. Yep. That's what we're sampling off today. Yeah, we have a we have a friend that owns a couple liquor stores, and those are huge. In this They're business, hot so. right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, this definitely. is the season too. Summertime. Yeah, Summertime's a big. Throw them in your cooler. You don't have to pack five different things. Right. 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 And then you got Bushlight bringing out their Bushlight Peach this year. So, <laughs> you know, they're trying to get on board with some of that stuff. Yeah. So, can I question how's the sales for Bushlight for you? Good. Were the sales for Bushlight for your company gone down? No. 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 But Bud Light's gone down, but Bush, no. Bush, Bush no, but Bud Light Budweiser, okay. Budweiser's probably um, picked up a little more than what it used to. No yeah. Okay. The Bud Light yeah. went down. Bud Light is Miller gone and down. Coors, you know, they're one of the top ones they right now. They went up. Yeah. Or actually, even Yingling, Yingling's sales have skyrocketed. Yeah, Yingling's a very good beer. Yes, yes it, is. it is. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Yeah, that's my go-to beer. Yeah, mine too now. Yingling on tap is really good. Yeah, I yeah. like the Yingling Hershey's. Yep. 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 All right. Well, we appreciate you taking the com time yeah. to come by, and we appreciate you helping sponsor one of these events because without you guys, uh, these things don't happen. So, well, uh, right, yeah. thank I, you for. We appreciate Joel, Jim, and Carol or Coral for helping sponsor this. And yeah, it's a know, fun time. It is. Yes, it's, it is. It's fun. You know? Get to meet a lot of customers and get to try out new things and that's great. You know, that's great. Yeah. You get to share with the public, you know. Exactly. Maybe somebody don't know who you are. Yeah. So Correct. come shop cake and bottle. There you go. <laughs> All right, well thank you. Thank you. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you very much. Indiana on tap. The 2023 schedule is out and you're gonna want to mark your calendars. The first one kicks off on March 11th. It's a second annual Newcastle on tap for St. Patty's Day. The next one is May 6th, the seventh annual Savor Lebanon. Then May 20th, the third annual Tipton on Tap. Tipton, Indiana will be at the town square. The next one's June 24th in Anderson. It's the eighth annual Anderson on Tap. After that, we move to Rushville, Indiana for the annual Rushville Libations on July 29th. From there, we come back to our hometown in Brookville, Indiana for the third annual Brookville on Tap Beer and Bourbon Festival. We round things out on September 23rd. It's the sixth annual Loggers and Lawrence Oktoberfest. These are all sponsored by Indiana on Tap. We'll have more information on each one of the events as they get closer. And guess what? Across the line 1524 crew will be there. You can go check out the calendar events on indianaontap.com. Like I said, we'll be there and each week we'll talk a little bit more about the upcoming events. Indiana on Tap, craft distillers, craft breweries, and local wineries. Go check them out. All right, welcome back everybody. I'm Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Monte. Ruben Hunt. And we're Cross the Line 1524. We're on location at Anderson on Tap. 
And we're here again with our special guest. Hi guys, my name is Betsy Pearson. And who are you with today? Uh, I am the owner of A-Town Event Production here in Anderson. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, well, the analogy that I like to use is if you were building a home, you would hire a general contractor. The general contractor doesn't necessarily do the plumbing, the electrical, and the roofing work, but they pull all of those entities together in order to make a finished product to the convenience and to the standard of the individual who hired them. A-Town Event Production and myself, we are the general contractors of event production. Oh, cool. Okay, great. So, I mean, what is there a size event you specialize, or is it whatever? Well, it's it's whatever. Um, about two months ago, I did a birthday party for uh, a, a beautiful lady. I was turning 95 years old, and it was a great party, and had about 100 people. However, it's September the 9th, through the with sponsorship through the Bicentennial Committee this year, um, I am putting on an event at Jackson Park, and it is on Saturday, September the 9th, and it is from, it is, the title is called Community Unity Movie Night. And we have a movie that's going to be shown, a feature film movie that's going to be shown at 8.30, and we will have uh, vendors and resources out from 4 to 7. We're inviting uh, small and minority businesses to come out, set up as vendors. There is no vendor fee. However, the vendors must be residents of Anderson or Madison County. Nice. Um, if you need any information, please give me a call. You can you can reach me at area code 754-422-7124, and uh, or you can email me at b Pearson at atowneventproduction.com. Okay. Wow. Nice. So if I wanted to throw a shindig like we got going on here today, I could call you and you could figure out all the logistics. I'd be your girl. All right. Well, that's nice. interesting. Yeah. And some people, a lot of people are looking for stuff like that. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I, I have to say there's not a lot of competition here at Anderson. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you do you do birthday parties? So how small how small of events will you go to? You talked about a hundred person event. Uh, well, well, actually, it doesn't even have to be my event. Okay. Um, as I said, I work as a as a general contractor. Okay. So if you're having an event at your home and all you need is a DJ, a wedding okay. or a birthday party, give me a call. I can get you a DJ. A DJ. I can get you the DJ all those for you. you right. If you got a ten year old and she's into the, the Little Mermaid and you want a Little Mermaid person right. with a yeah. costume, I got those people. Um, at Easter time, I have an Easter bunny that does appearances, nice. and at Christmas time. I have a, a a Santa Claus of color. Yeah, nice. Okay, great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. And um, but like I said, the event doesn't have to be large or small. Gotcha. Just depends on what it is that you need. Right. Give me a call. Uh, last week I got a call from a young lady. She needed two armchairs for an event that she was doing. So it, it just never changes. Gotcha. It's never the same thing twice. Right. And everybody's so busy now. You know, that's planning an event, you know, a fairly large event's a lot of time. It's so a lot of time. For people that are, don't have time, you just take that burden off of them and they just yep. show up. Yep. Right. Okay. And you would be amazed at the number of people who say, look, I want to do this party, but I don't want to do anything. Right. And you got well, the right some person. People, some people don't know where to start. Right? Right. That's true. Right. Most right. people don't know where to start. Right. And then there's little things that event producers that we know 
because we've made mistakes. So we know to not make the same mistake with the client that's coming up and things like that. Yeah, so if you're doing an event like this, there's some uh, entities you got to deal with with regard to the government or whatever All right, to, to yeah. make this plan work. Lots right? of T's to, to cross, a lot of I's exactly. to dot. Okay. Yeah, there are. There are. Awesome. All right. Good. Well, All thank right. you so much. Well, I appreciate your time. Your time. Thank you. Thank you so nice much. Pleasure. Thank you for stopping by. And again, I'm Betsy Pearson with A-Town Event Production. You can reach me at area code 754-422-7124. Thank you for your time. All right. Thank you. Be safe out there. Bye-bye. Well, they made it through it. They went through an entire event and got four interviews and got it recorded. Kudos. Once again, sorry for all the background noise. It's just the setup that we had out there uh, so they could record uh, a little easier than before. Uh, you heard a couple other events coming up. Uh, the next one we will be at will be here in our hometown of Brookville, Indiana. We'll uh, have more uh, information on that in upcoming podcasts. It's the Brookville on Tap Beer and Bourbon Festival coming up in August. So for Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, myself, Fallon Stanger, and all the guys who sat down with us at Cross the Line 1524, we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with all the guys, whether we're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy or out on the road. You know we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and Cross the Line 15 slash 24 on Facebook.